0: Miller and Condon, Ken Miller, oh, Trent Condon, Four. this is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning everybody and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, for the next two hours talking sports with you. Appreciate you spending some of that time here with us. BMW, Des Moines guest list, shapes up like this. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to head to Las Vegas, catch up with our friend Mike Palm from Circa Sports. He's the uh, director of operations for Circa. He was back in his home state on vacation last week over in Dubuque, uh, but back at uh, in Las Vegas, and he'll join us at 11.30, slow week in Las Vegas. <laughs> Just brutal. Um, Absolutely.
1: Oh, nothing, Trent. Nothing. I mean, your son works. I mean, what did he Did he have shifts? Did they cut back on shifts this week? I think they probably are. Well, there's nothing to bet on. Right. Well, there is some of the sellers home. I mean, there's Wimbledon. You probably have to have people maybe a little bit earlier, but how much action does that get? Right. We'll have to ask Mike Palm. Yeah, we will.
0: And uh, I know it's the second biggest behind the U.S. Opener. They're very close. I asked him that in our our podcast we did uh, yesterday. But yeah, just. (laughs) <laughs> what a week to be spending at Circa. Going to Circa. Wow, can you believe it? And there's nothing on the screens. Anyways, we will uh, talk to Mike bottom of the hour. Chris Williams can't be with us today. He's got some family responsibilities. So we are going to have uh, Matt Poston's pitch hit. Uh, and Matt, of course, uh, from Heartland College Sports. He along with, what did they say? They're taking a cast of eight, seven or eight different... Yeah, I think- yeah. Uh, of, of writers, correspondents for Heartland College Sports. So Postens will join us, and we'll get his perspective from what he saw at the now-concluded Big 12 media days. He'll be here at 12.05, Tom Caker at about twelve twenty five, twelve thirty, and then Claxon's uh, um, Barbecue. Give us an opportunity to give you, four of you, an opportunity to win some barbecue from Claxon's Baseball is back tonight, which is huge. I watched a little CFL of all things last night. That's what got you going, huh? uh, Nothing.
1: I watched Summer League. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Watched Chris Murray for a while. Yeah, what he finished with nine, I saw. Cash my bet. Two for two now in NBA Summer League. Oh. Maybe I'm getting addicted. It's going to go away very quickly,
0: though. Well, the summer league is going to go away pretty soon, right? I would think it comes to an end. But we got actual real games tonight, uh, 15 of them. Every single major league team plays tonight. and They're all under the lights. There is no day baseball. So that's what's coming up on the program today. I guess I want to start with, I don't know if a mea culpa is the right way to put it. Um, The ACC has come to a relationship with the CW. Mm -hmm. And at the time, the Pac-12 was flirting with the CW I thought, what a mistake this is! What a disaster this is! Right? Because mm-hmm. when was the last time you watched CW? I don't even know what's on
1: there. Well, nothing you would watch,
0: right? Unless uh, do they still carry one of the NFL regional teams? I mean, maybe. The, the preseason, right? Games. Preseason,
1: yeah, maybe Chiefs. Are, they did it one time. Yeah, I think they did, didn't they? And then there was a while like somebody was on nineteen on Directv, yep, and I don't want to know what nineteen is. I don't either.
0: Uh, and then uh, Channel 8 carried the Vikings, because uh-huh. I think they did the simulcast. They did, yep.
1: Um, with Paul Allen. Yep. With PA, yeah. But uh, anyways... 17, of course, has had the Chiefs for ever uh, since I've been here. Uh-huh. And where are the Bears and the Packers? They've been all over the place, Have both they? of them. Yeah, and maybe that was one, maybe it was on the CW mm-hmm. for a year or two, something like that. But my point being, when
0: it comes to the CW, you know how old I am and how my demographic hates change. And we hate watching stuff online. For the moment, I'm painting with a pretty broad brush, I understand that. But at least it's television. Right. You know, if you're looking, It's on your guide. It's on your guide. If you're looking for that silver lining, and apparently this is going to mirror the old Raycom deal when yes. it comes to the ACC, what they're doing with some of their basketball, some of their
1: football. At least they're on TV. I think, it, what is it, 17 games a year. That You're right. used to be Raycom, and before that it was Jefferson Who's, Pilot. Would, was Jefferson Pilot. Yeah. Somebody a big name. Did Tim Brando get a start there or something? Yeah. yeah. That's where he was. Okay. So what this is is what we've seen here recently over the last decade, is on a football Saturday, well, of course, you're flipping around the national networks, mm-hmm. and then you go into the ESPNs, and you're all in right. the 206 to 209, yeah. and all right, here's FS1, and then you go to 610 to Big Ten Network, uh-huh. and 611 and 612 now, yeah. but the Bally sports channels would have a random ACC yep. football game pretty much every week. They would. 17 of them a year overall, and this package that Bally certainly So is it not, replaces Bally. That I is what this is now. replacing. Gotcha. Yes. Those 17 games a year, and I think double the number for college basketball. Because mm-hmm. every once in a while, I'd be like, and I'd go to Fox Sports. 219? No, well, I'd go to uh, Valley Sports Midwest. Or, mm. I'm like, why is Wake Forest and <laughs> yeah. Louisville playing here? Right, the But it, that's what these games yeah. are. Well, you think, visibility-wise, isn't this better for the I ACC? think it is. Yeah. I absolutely it's think It's a it network. Is. It is. 90% of the
0: country gets this channel for free. Yes. There you go. For free. That's um, as easy as it is mm-hmm. right there. So you wonder, you know, was the pack? Did, did it come down? Did they choose between the ACC oh. and the Pac 12? Well, is this, this another
1: nail in the Pac 12 coffin? I don't think so. I mean, if, if they're dabbling here, we've seen the CW. They want to get into sports uh-huh. with their new ownership group, they, they're going to give it a try. Mm hmm. They don't have money to go out there and get the SEC or the Big Ten or even the Big 12. But, hey, let's get the small package of mm-hmm. ACC. Maybe the same thing, a small package of Pac-12. And let's see what it is and see if we can build this into something. I think it makes a whole lot of sense, certainly from their vantage point. Yeah. And, yeah, for these games that the ACC has, this will work. Yeah. This will work. I think it is, too. And, again, when uh, I remember just when it, when it brought I
0: don't know a month ago or whatever, six weeks, that, they, that the Pac-12 was flirting with the CW. I think, my God, how far have you fallen? Um, and and you know they've fallen farther because they're about to lose ESPN mm-hmm. and everything. At least the ACC is, ACC is still in bed with the with ESPN, the four letter network, and now they've just added to it. So I I, I like this deal for them. I like it. They still don't know what the Pac-12 is going to do. The. Um, um, the Baghdad Bob of the uh, Pac-12 <laughs> media. What's the cat's name? John Canzano. Wrote another piece yesterday. Stay tuned. It's going to be worth the wait. Oh, really? Yeah. Same piece he wrote 10 months ago. You remember, it was about a year ago when this all broke. Klayovkov, oh, it's coming soon.
1: Well, it's a year from... It's past a year since that release was released. And I believe that their contract... They still have another year of their contract. Mm-hmm. So... You don't have to be done right now. Yeah, but quit. Putting, but it feels like you have to be done right now. Well,
0: because they keep moving the goalposts and saying, we're going to know, we're going to know, we're going to know, and boom, boom, boom. They but move who the says day. that? Well, uh, presidents, school presidents say that. The, the guy in Arizona said that. guy in Washington State has said that. It means
1: that they don't have the offer that they, they want. They don't. If they do, they're going to tell us. But that's quite a down too. I mean, we had that run for what was that back in like April and May. True, at, but we were supposed to find out next week
0: at, at Pac twelve media days what this is going to look absolutely. like. Absolutely, like what does it mean in the grand scheme of things?
1: I am not rooting for the demise of the no, Pac twelve. Absolutely, it's a wonderful conference. Yes, and even minus USC and UCLA, I like the light night games. We talked yesterday about the Pac twelve football wise, and we it wasn't about just USC and UCLA. No, in fact, was, I don't even think UCLA came up. It was about the other programs. Mm-hmm. It's still a good. It's a good. Conference still, it, it's it keeps your
0: Saturday rolling. It's nine thirty at night for people that covers games. You're finally back home a lot of times, and you flip on the TV and you get to live like eighty percent of the rest of the college football fans.
1: Right, watch a game in your living room, have a drink, and put mm-hmm. your feet up. You know a variety, you know, and that's what you get with the different conferences. Yeah. I, I still maintain that what the end game of all this is going to be is the two major conferences mm-hmm. and it's going to be basically its own formation. I don't want that to happen, but I believe that's the direction we continue to trend to. Yet having just an ACC that's viable, having a Big 12 that's viable and a Pac-12, those are important things. Those are what makes college athletics. I don't want it to be the NFL light. College football is different. That's right. not what I want. Right. And having the Pac-12 stay together, mm-hmm. not having them have to... All right. Well, let's see. Who's left? Washington State, Oregon State, and they invite a bunch of t- right. teams from the Mountain West. Here, here comes and, here's here's Boise, your and
0: here comes UNLV, right. and that's not the
1: Pac-12. That's not the Pac-12. That's not the Pac-12. Not the,
0: Pac-12. No. Uh, the Pac-12 is uh, going to change. We know that it's, it's, it's losing its two heavy heads, but I, I don't want the conference to end. uh um, hate what that happens for the fan bases, it, it, et cetera. So we'll see where it goes. Um, whether we find out or not remains to be seen. But gosh, I mean, the Rose Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Big Ten Pac-12. It was just Americana, at least when I grew up in Canada. That's how I saw it. (laughs) Uh, uh, What else we got going on? So baseball comes back tonight, which is that the bells ring out and the banners fly. Have you got a second-half team? Have you got a team that maybe they're not going to bet on necessarily, but maybe you're not going to sell or try and get out from underneath? Is there a team that you think has got a – a lot of people say it's the Phillies. There's yeah. some Padres love. I don't know what... I mean, every time I hear about that second-half team from somebody, it's never a team in the American
1: League. Is the American League that cut and dry? I don't think it is. It's a battle for this terrible Central yeah. between two teams. Yeah. It's a battle for, what, the last wild card spot? Because what what do we got for wild card spots right now? So obviously in the American League, division leaders: Rays, Rangers, Guardians. Mm-hmm. So Orioles and Jays are right there. Orioles, Jays, Astros. Yep. And a game back is the Yankees. Two games back is the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a pretty good fight. Fun teams to have involved yeah. in it. Yeah. It pretty comes down fight. to you know the Astros being involved, trying to get in there. Uh-huh. Now, I still think the Astros are going to overtake the Rangers,
0: aren't they? Rangers staggered into the All Star break, Trent. Um, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Framber Valdez is now, I think, the favorite back as a favorite to win the American League Cy Young. And he was a big price earlier this mm-hmm. year. He was a bigger price this time last year. Damn it. Yes, so close. <laughs> Triple digits. <laughs> uh, couldn't quite uh, finish, this, uh, finish the deal. But, yeah, um, I don't know. It's, it, it, there's one team out of the Central, I think, there's, I mean, you can't find a path for no. I don't think you can. There's too many teams to jump in I mean, front you got, of them. To get
1: a wild card spot this year in the American League, you probably got to win eighty nine games, eighty eight games is yeah, going to get that last. And spot. I'm not
0: sure the winner of the Central Division wins eighty four games. Oh,
1: absolutely not. No, it's it's a a race to mm-hmm. eighty two. Mm-hmm. You can be above 500. You're there.
0: And what about some of the schedule right out of the break? I mean, San Diego and Philadelphia are going to spend the weekend together. That's a massive series for this wild card fight. Arizona and Toronto, two teams oh, in playoff yeah. fights, they're going to play each other this weekend. This is a pretty good schedule. Los Angeles and the Mets. Brewers Reds. Brewers Reds, right? Uh, for first place in the Central Division, per, uh, perhaps. Um, there's some big games. This is this is good. Ed, the uh, Major League Baseball got it right. Well, I got lucky because obviously the first half of the season goes the way uh, to make the schedule as uh, entertaining as it possibly can. But we'll see. I think baseball in the second half is going to be as entertaining as we normally see it.
1: The Mets are the team that I keep looking at. But why? I what? don't know. <laughs> because I like the two old guys uh-huh. in the rotation: yep. Scherzer and Verlander. Yep. Maybe, maybe I just I want to see it. I don't know. Diaz why. might come back. You know, right? Bullpen, But Robertson's could... been okay. So I don't think he's been That's the... not been the problem. Right. He's been, but it's he's just been... the depth of the bullpen right. the problem. Right.
0: Yeah. If you could put him in the eighth right. inning, and then Diaz come out and shut the door in the ninth. Um, Senga has been hit and miss for the Mets all year long. Very inconsistent. Yeah. He has been. Uh, Pete Alonso's been struggling mightily. Uh, yes. Going uh, into the break. Yeah. McNeil and and uh, Batty are, are both uh, good players. Nemo's been good. I watch a lot of Mets. You know, I watch a lot of Mets. I love the broadcasting. It's team. a good team. It's a really good team. Yeah. Gary Cohen, uh, Keith Hernandez, and uh, Ron Darling. That's as good of a three-man booth, I mm-hmm. think, as there is in baseball. I watch a lot of the Mets. And I watch a lot of them because when they lose, then I watch Frank the Tank go nuts on Twitter. <laughs> you love that guy. Oh, my God, Trent. One of these days, he's going to have a heart attack. Well, he's well Because this guy's four bills easily. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I had no idea that he's such a social
1: media star. I watch him cook at home. He's got you hooked. He does. So you're a stoolie. Is that what I am? You're a stoolie, yeah. I believe he's part of the bar stool. Yeah, he is. Idiots, he right? is, he
0: is. Boy, that... So when did that become such a big thing? Because I didn't... Oh, five, six, seven years ago. And the explosion of that... Oh, yeah. Those guys, those two... Did they? Did you think that they had a tiger by the tail? Um, What's the guy's name?
1: Portney, the pizza guy. Yeah, Dave Portnoy. Portnoy, yeah. Um, he's a terrible, despicable human being. Is he? And I was hopeful that it wouldn't, but knowing younger people than me, yeah. And he came over.
0: Step. He was at uh, in Iowa City and previewed. Wasn't he at an Iowa football game? And he did oh, yeah. Casey's pizza or he something. Did, yeah, and he yeah. killed it. Yeah, killed
1: breakfast pizza. Then of course, yeah. okay, yeah, pissed everybody in Iowa off. Right? Yeah, he. I, I just knew the way that people a little younger than me loved it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, well, yeah, this is going to work. And then they got into sports betting? They do, yeah. Pet- and they sold it to Penn Gaming? To Penn and Gaming. they're all multi-millionaires. Yes. And if you're betting through them, you're wasting a lot of your money. Are you? You're getting, dealt, you're getting dealt bad lines. Is that a fact? Oh, right? yeah. Are they in Iowa? Yeah. Yeah. And they do pretty well. I mean, do they? they? Oh, you know, yeah. People waste their money mm-hmm. with
0: them. Yeah. <laughs> people waste money. Uh, there's 19 still left. The latest to leave. Did this surprise you, Elite Sports? Um I did. They because got to they, to a
1: good start.
0: And we were and we first were introduced to them with because they put out the line
1: for every Iowa game, correct? Right. Every Iowa and like Iowa State game. Three or four years ago? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think it was three years ago that they had, before the season. Before the season. You could bet on every, it, every single one of the locals. Well, and that's how I found out that they weren't available anymore because I went to their site to see if they had them up again for this year, mm-hmm. and then it pops up starting July 8th or whatever Fifth, it was. July 5th. We yep. will no longer be accepting bets mm-hmm. in the state of Iowa. And they're only in Colorado and Iowa.
0: Well, they got they were just licensed in Nebraska because I know the general manager at the racetrack in Grand Island. Uh-huh. Foner Park is the track over there. Chris Ketulak's his name. And they formed a relationship. Elite was going to be in Nebraska. Now, I <laughs> guess Chris Ketulak's probably looking for another partner uh, post-haste here. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so why couldn't they make it? Just competition? They did fine. I did mean, they. I mean, we're not the biggest state in the world to, for betting wise, right. right? There's only so much uh, disposable income when it
1: comes to sports uh, betting that can go around. There's plenty of it though, as we see yeah. in the reports yeah, every single true. month that come from the Racing and Gaming Commission. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it felt like they were in three different casinos, right? And they were what Riverside, Riverside, and Iowa. Yeah, just south of Iowa City. Yeah. Uh, they were also over Quad Cities. Okay. And they had one up in Northwest Iowa. Larchwood, maybe. one of the sure. One of the places up in northwest Iowa. I mean, they were covered at three different casinos. Mm-hmm. Figured they did pretty good work. Did they sell any of their skins? Well, that's the thing. All three of those casinos have two other skins, and I don't believe they partnered with anybody Is, else. Uh, why wouldn't they do that? I don't know. And what we're talking about here, like, for instance,
0: Wild Rose. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have three casinos. Uh, in the state, um, Emmitsburg, of course Jefferson, and over in Clinton. So they can have a sports book with a sports betting company, but they also get what's known as a skin, meaning they can partner with another sports book. What do you get, two each per property? Three. Three per property. Yep. So Wild Rose and Tom Timmons and the group over there, when Timmons was there, he got a couple of the heavy heads. He mm-hmm. got DraftKings right away. Yep. Then he went out and he got Bed Rivers, which is a really good company, mm-hmm. uh, and Circa. Yeah. I mean, they're their three partners, which is a pretty good one, two, three. And they punch. could have six more if they wanted. If they wanted, right?
1: But At, they don't. They don't want. To
0: do well, that. they sold one, and I don't think this is letting. I don't think this is talking out of turn. Okay. They sold one to, oh god, um, a hotel on um, I think they're on Fremont Street, the Golden Nugget. Oh, yeah. They sold one to the Golden Nugget, uh-huh. and the Golden Nugget wanted nothing to do with sports. What? Nothing to do with sports. They wanted to be on the ground and ready to flip the switch. Because you remember a couple of years ago, during the legislative season, that online gaming, casino gaming? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Online casino gaming was going to be a player in the state of Iowa. Mm-hmm. They wanted They wanted to be ready to go. So they partnered with wild rose gotcha and it never happened so will that happen well it didn't it didn't even come up this year they didn't even um they didn't even discuss it this year
1: well and we see the amount of money that comes in because of in taxes from sports wagering yeah and that number would be dwarfed Mm -hmm. if online gaming was a thing oh i think so yeah Yeah. what is it new jersey or Pennsylvania, one of the two, uh, New Jersey for sure, yeah, and, and maybe both of them, but regardless, have started it. And yeah. some of the numbers and some of the projections are absolutely true. I,
0: th- I think it's terrifying. I, 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 I do, and um, you know, we both like to bet, yeah, we both like to bet. I think he got a trough line, yeah. I think that that's going to sadly be the demise of so many people's ability to pay bills to keep families together, because if you don't have to get in your car and drive anywhere to play poker or to pull a slot machine or whatever your fancy is, um, I think that this- Play blackjack just on your phone. This is asking for real money. For real
1: money, not just to play. Yeah. That is, you're right. That one is scarier. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because we're in the sports gambling side of things.
0: But at the end of the day, the casino still wants you in in their building. Yes. Right? Right. They want to, you know, they want to sell you a hot dog or a beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, they want you to come to their place. I, I'm glad it didn't pass. I'm yeah. glad it didn't pass. Whether it comes up again, who knows? Lobby for the casino is pretty strong. Pretty yeah. strong. Yeah, uh, that's very true. All right. Speaking of sports gambling, uh, you'll be uh, you'll be glad to know that, and we'll ask my palm this coming up here, Um I talked about my affinity for the Super Bowl Exacta yes, bet that's yes. out there. Yeah. And I told him, I can't get you to come along with no. me. I think you dipped the toe in a little bit, but yeah. he's still not buying it. Um, and then we, we talked about it. And do you know who the Sharps in Las Vegas, when trying to identify, well, if it's not the Cowboys, or not the Cowboys, if it's not the Niners or the Eagles, who is it? Cowboys?
1: No. Lions. Nope.
0: Seahawks. Yep. My team. That's why I said. You're going to be happy to know. Yes. That there's a lot of Seahawks love
1: out there. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Is there much Chargers love out
1: there? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just in this chair. (laughs) You got it covered for everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. One of these years, right? The Seahawks. And here's
1: the other thing with the Seahawks. But why the Seahawks? What is it you like about them? They They had the Niners on the ropes. They did. In the playoffs. The defense at the beginning of the year was not very good. Okay, it took a huge step forward certainly over the last two months of the season. Mm-hmm. A lot of young guys, mm-hmm. and they got better in this draft. Yep. Gino Smith got another year like he did last year. No. Does he need to? He can't be Jets Geno. okay? But can he just be competent? Yeah, I think he can. Look at those weapons outside. Mm-hmm. He's got a well one in particular. Oh, absolutely. I uh, know I like Lockett too. That's unfair. There's Lock- more than Lockett's one. Lockett certainly. Yeah. Yeah. he's running downhill now. It's, no. he's on the backside of yep, things, but yep, he can yep, yep. if he stays healthy, mm-hmm. make plays. DK Metcalf oh, is they, ridiculous. Who did they draft? They drafted the kid at Ohio State. They did Smith the They have talent. That offensive line is another piece that got better as the season went on. They're just trending in the right uh-huh. direction. Now Geno could turn into a pumpkin, and mm-hmm. that one shocked shock me either. And they go six and eleven. And if he does turn into a pumpkin, you know who you're going to get,
0: right? Who's that? Do you remember who the backup is? My guy. Your guy. My guy. Russell Wilson. No, the guy they traded for, Russell Wilson. I still wish we had Drew Locke. Drew
1: Locke. We. Oh, Drew Locke. I still wish Denver had Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Oh, how many times? <laughs> from one day it's terrible to the next. I think they got something here. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, the roller coaster that is fandom. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? It, really it just moves is. the needle. Yes, it is. So, yeah, the Seahawks are are continually my team. I don't see it happening still. I mean, the Eagles... Short of injury, what beats
0: them? Trent, are head and shoulders above anybody in the conference. Yeah. And that includes the Niners. Yes. I think they're the best team, and I think they're the best team in the NFC by a significant margin. Where's the weak spot? Where's we, the
1: weak spot? Have we had a team, or even, it just doesn't feel like we've ever had an NFL year with a conference like this. Where there's only two? Where there's only two.
0: No. Could, you, could you say Niners and Cowboys in the in the mid 90s But we had the
1: Packers at that point. They were starting to come on with Favre early in Favre his career and going, yeah. they were starting to go. So you yeah. had yeah, that component Look, too. In 1996 they they were, they won the NFC. The yeah. Packers did. You had what? Good Giants teams coming on the tail end of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I Now, could there have been an individual year? Sure. But I just don't remember offhand anything quite like this. Where there was two teams clearly clearly above Mm-hmm. And it's, it is really difficult to make a competent argument for anybody else in that conference. Mm-hmm. 14 other teams. Mm-hmm. And the Lions are the Lions. Lions. Yeah. Like the talent, they've won one playoff game in both of our lifetimes. Right. That came 30 years ago. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of that. They got to show it to me. The Cowboys have been a disappointment for a mm-hmm. quarter century, yeah.
0: That's, that's who my number three team is.
1: Dak can do that? I don't know. He hasn't. He's beat the Eagles, though. Cowboys played well against mm-hmm. Eagles. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to revisit the Cowboys because I can't just go into the year just having Eagles only, right? Well, you gotta have a, you gotta have the Niners. Mm. I think you have to have a
0: small. I, I like of to. The I like my
1: team to know who their quarterback is before. I'm well, they say on them.
0: Brock Purdy's ahead of schedule. They. I, I read a piece yesterday that the Niners expect him to be the starter in Week One. And
1: has he lost any arm strength? Well, if that's, that's the case, then that's not good, because right. he doesn't have a lot to lose. No, absolutely. And the big story that came out last year was talking about his velocity and how he increased. And mm-hmm. in, what was it? Something in, in his uh, lower body that he was doing and working on to get the velocity yep. up. Well, you lose a couple of ticks on that. A guy yeah. that already did not have a mm-hmm. big arm, mm-hmm. that could be a problem. No, I I can't do it. I can't do it until we actually see what the mm-hmm. Niners and the Niners, I was heavily invested in them. Well, last and they year. got
0: weapons too. I oh mean, yes, they're loaded with weapons. But that offensive line for Philadelphia, yes, I mean it's the
1: whole. What's the
0: weakness on the Eagles? I, there isn't the defensive line's as good as there is in football. In in the trenches, they're absolutely as solid as anybody. Um, man, there's AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and. Maybe it's the running back position. Mm -hmm. They don't have a star at running back. Hurts if he can repeat what he did last year. The secondary is as good as they're. I mean, Darius slays one of the best corners in the league still. Um, I don't know what the weakness is. It's eleven twenty-five, and it's time. What do you do? You
1: have something else? Well, there was one more NFL note that I had in my notes for today. Uh, Yesterday, Warren Sharp, who does a lot on Twitter a lot. Yep, a lot of analytical work. He came out and ranked. Offensive line for this upcoming season: Eagles number one. Yep, as they should be. Lions number two. Uh-huh. Ravens three. Chiefs four. That kind of surprised mm-hmm. me higher than I would have anticipated. Browns at five. And did the they Packers get better by subtra- addition mm-hmm. by subtraction? You kind of wonder, right? Yeah. Down at the bottom, the Titans. You want Derrick Henry on your fantasy team if they have the worst Eesh. offensive line of football? Eesh. Rams, thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Commanders, thirty. Bucks, twenty-nine. With Tristan Wirfs. And they're still twenty. They're still twenty nine. Ooh, that's a problem. Mm. That's a problem. There, All the locals, Bears, right in the middle. They are at number sixteen. Vikings at number ten. Are they going to have the tenth best offensive line this mm. year? It, it's got better. Mm-hmm. They have done it. Yep. kind of the right way. They there, some draft picks on that yep. uh, on that unit. But uh, those are some numbers that I found very interesting. Mm-hmm. You, I think you've grown to know. My affinity for offensive line and line play, and I probably talk about it at times too much. Yeah. But it's just so important. You gotta have one. You gotta have one. And how many teams just don't address it? Or I, I am continually baffled. The Bears did this for two decades. Or they just wouldn't address the offensive line. And they wonder, you know, why can't we run the ball anymore? <laughs> why, why? You know, we could just run the ball. Well, yeah, you had Walter Payton. And then into Neil Anderson. And then after that, you didn't address your offensive line for two decades. You wonder why you can't run the ball anymore. It's a very simple equation. You need offensive lineman. We
0: need to get to a break because Mike Palm is going to join us on the other side, but let's get to that $1,000 home run. It is indeed time to head to KXNO.com, enter the keyword GRAND, GRAND in the pop-up box, KXNO.com, your chance to win $1,000, GRAND at KXNO.com. Mike Palm, off to Vegas, we shall go, and we come back. Miller & to Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.
2: The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever, with $14 million in guaranteed prizes, only at Circus Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere. Two ways to win and no rake. Play circa million. Make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts, or join Circus Survivor. Select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. 14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Circus Sports Iowa encourages you to gamble responsibly. Problems with gambling? Call or
0: now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Morning Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO. Let's head to Las Vegas, shall we? Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports, where the ticket writers in Las Vegas, kinda of like the Maytag repairmen this week, right? <laughs> Just waiting for somebody to come to the window.
1: There's um, a reference I haven't heard in a long time.
0: Hello, Mike Palm, Trent and Ken, how are you?
1: Good morning, fellas.
0: How are you? Oh, doing pretty well. So, what was it like in the uh, in the books this week? Uh, other than, I mean, home run derby was Monday, all star game Tuesday, but then the last two nights, uh, plenty of room, I'm guessing, right?
2: I went by last night about oh, what time was it? 7 o'clock, and I don't know if there were a dozen people in the book. I mean, there was some. Uh, Summer league going on and one Mexican soccer game, and that was about it. Yeah, very, very dead. And even this morning, I saw some people tweeting it was very sparse there with uh, the Wimbledon semis and uh, um, the open. So, uh, yeah. Uh real slow week and uh about three thirty this afternoon I'll pick back up with baseball.
0: Indeed it will, you know, I saw a picture from uh from up above the second level of t- t- taking a picture down into the uh into the book and there was yesterday morning, maybe you've seen a picture, one guy drinking a Guinness watching the Scottish <laughs> Open at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, getting after yeah. it. So that was
1: that was pretty My cool. My kind of guy. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Wimbledon, what, a what kind of handle we talk put it in reference. Is this like a NASCAR race. The handle is it bigger than that? I know there's some sharp people out there that do a lot of tennis betting, but how does this not just Wimbledon, but tennis overall? I know it's not certainly anything that Ken and I talk about very often. What is it for you guys as an operator?
2: Well, it's uh, it's bigger than the WNBA. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even their All Star Weekend that they're promoting endlessly on the on the summer league. Um, no, it's not bigger than an NASCAR race. I mean, <clears throat> cumulatively, yes, over two weeks. But like, let's say quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, um, they're a little more than an average baseball game.
0: Mm. Well, uh, thankfully, we've got uh, other things back. You told me something in our uh, uh, hook podcast, uh, part of the Iowa Everywhere uh, group, uh, that the home run derby actually outhandled the All Star game. And I guess once you get down to the matchups and the you know with the the different rounds as you advance, I guess uh, from that perspective, I could understand. But I was still surprised, Mike, that uh, that uh, All Star game Tuesday night's not what it used to be.
2: Well, the end game was the big difference because people. Bet the new matchups after the first round, and then they bet to win after you know the, into the semifinal round. Whereas there was almost no right, and you know we posted the end game on the All Star game every half inning, you know at the at the break, and uh, almost almost zero action in game. I don't know how many people actually watched the whole game, which is from us growing up as a yeah. kid, it was uh, something that you looked forward to all year, and you watched every pitch of the game.
0: You know, and I, I keep, and I'm gonna. We'll bring this up in a second, but because uh, I want to, I'm gonna get Condon with me at, at some point when it comes to Super Bowl exacta's. But your Exacta on home run derby, you had Guerrero to a Rosarena that was twenty five to one. Wow! I mean, that if you can, if you can find your guy that you think is going to win, and put a couple of guys underneath him, I, I love betting that way, Mike. Why? I, I can't understand why more people don't.
2: But I would argue that wasn't a great price because you could have found a Rosarina up north of eleven to one before it went off. So I would argue that 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 particular exacta wasn't a great price. You got to look at the matchups for the two guys to win. Obviously, I know eleven to one would mean him winning, but that that seems to be a short price exacted for me, knowing what a Rose Arena was. All
1: right. The uh, those kind of markets. The, what what else is out there? What else are you guys kind of putting your heads together and seeing? is there a market for this? When we talk about all these different futures, we talk about uh, Ken loves betting these exactos. I think it has something to do with this horse racing yeah, background too. That so, yeah. has something to do with it. He's talking about keying a guy and putting a couple of guys underneath. Sounds very much like horse racing <laughs> yeah. there, but what else is out there? Mike, when you kind of look at, at the future and other ways to tap in and get people excited about betting, what do you think would be some things that could work? Uh,
0: this
2: group betting is, is interesting. It's, Become popular in racing mm-hmm. where you bet groups A B C D. Uh-huh. Uh, we did it. We did it with uh, with horse racing. Uh, so that's kind of a newer twist on things. Um, adding more top five, top ten, top twenty stuff. Golf, yes, uh, is um, you know people really love to bet that. It's pretty hard to come up with the winner, and you're trying to come up with the winner, but you're betting five guys, so you're not really getting thirty to one. You know, you're getting six to one or whatever it is. Uh, on that. So I, I think those are some markets that are expanding.
0: We shall see Scottish open going on. Um, (laughs) Look, it's, it's got a pretty good feel. It does. Yeah. It's, it's pretty entertaining. Will that come close at all to next week's uh, British open handle wise? Um, No. um,
2: Maybe an eighth of it, a sixth of it. Not really. Uh, Now the majors just draw a lot. The, 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 the attention to the majors i I know some people are betting this and some pros but uh you know they're taking a little break here before the scottish as well and people are traveling in the summer remember you got to be in nevada or colorado Mm -hmm. or iowa so uh it, it really won't
1: golf betting tennis betting you can tell this is a doldrums of summer here. Let's yeah. get let's get into one uh, of the sports that really do move the needle. Mike, who do you identify as a second half team in Major League Baseball when we get ramped up here? A team down the board that you think has another run in them? We've talked about some of the disappointments. Maybe that's one. But who do you got? Who's the team that you've identified here in the back half of the year?
2: Well, I don't know if they're that far down the board. I'm 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 looking at teams that aren't in first in a division. I think. Um, <clears throat> Obviously, I've talked about the Phillies and what I think that, that, that you know, they're not going to win the division. The Braves are going to win. The Braves are the best team in baseball. But I like the Phillies to position themselves into a wild card and, and to make some noise in the playoffs. Uh, I also like the Astros because I think that they are going to win the AR West.
0: The uh, Rangers kind of staggered to the break. The Astros seemingly uh, were were playing much better than they were. Um. I what about the Mariners in the same division? Could they be a fly in the ointment? You there, Mike? You no. Know, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's
2: interesting because when we had the baseball draft uh, with the, the, the Blackjack tournament this week, sorry, like, there was several people that were interested in the Mariners
1: hmm Mariners, a, a big jump forward, certainly last year, and making it to the playoffs for the first time in a couple of decades. Uh, that's one that I really like. Anything else you, uh, you guys are looking at as it pertains to you know, winning a pennant, getting to the World Series, division odds, you have all that. Have you guys uh, got into the market that is out there, over-unders, adjusted as the season goes on, and, and continuing with that one? I would think, from your guys' perspective, the chances of people middling those numbers, it it can't be very good for you guys. Have you guys ever thought about hanging those numbers, though, in season for baseball win totals?
2: Yeah, um, some places do it. I know you're not going to do it every day. It's too much work to do it manually, but maybe on Mondays you could hang them. Uh, Sunday nights into Mondays, um, you can hang them. Obviously, All-Star break would would be an obvious spot, but... I know a lot of people that like to bet them in season, and there's a lot of outlets to do that, um, and it's something we'll definitely look at. But, uh, you know, they're middling them not just with us. They're middling them through other places. So, I mean, we don't care if you take a bet that, that puts us in a position to get middled. We We just want to write more tickets. We're not one of these folks that says, no, you can't make the second bet because you have the advantage on it.
0: Right. Uh, we we talked about this yesterday. So let's before we get into my my affinity for the championship exacta that you guys are offering. I mean, you can get the Eagles. I think at like eight to one. But if you can identify the team out of the AFC that they're going to beat, whether it's the Eagles beating the Bills, who a lot of people think they're going to win the AFC. That's fifty three to one. Or the Eagles could beat the Chiefs. That's forty one to one. That those are big numbers. We think. My Mike, that there's two teams clearly head and shoulders in the NFC and maybe it's the Eagles and then a little bit of a gap to the Niners and then a huge gap to that third team. Uh, Share with the audience who some of the bettors in Las Vegas are identifying as that third team. I was kind of surprised uh, that uh, the Seahawks are getting the love that they are.
2: Yeah, the Seahawks are kind of clearly in the betting market. It's not that necessarily that their odds have reflected it, but you know, because the Cowboys and Lions are still shorter, but the Seahawks have been getting a lot of love as far as win totals uh, and future bets as far as, as Super Bowl. Even um, I think there's a big. I like your perspective of the exact, but you have to be able to narrow it down. And when you say that the AFC is wide open, then then I would definitely narrow it down in my in my handicapping to the Eagles and the Niners. Yep, and then. You know, you can make arguments in the AFC for probably eight or nine teams, Mm -hmm. and maybe you got to narrow it down to four or five. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, which I did. I I had the uh, the Bengals, uh, the Bills, the Chargers
1: (laughs) every single year,
0: (laughs) um, and I'm missing one other.
1: One that I like, I want to get your perspective on, Mike, is the Jaguars. And taking a look at them, maybe even have the best record, I really like the price. I think you guys had it at 25-1 to when it came out, something like that. That division's going to be down, Colts. Titans, both trending, I think, in different directions, but definitely down there this season. The schedule isn't overly daunting here. Could Jacksonville be that surprise team? Do you see the improvement that we saw in December and into January? Is it enough to push them forward in your mind?
2: (sighs) The division is a good argument, Trent, because the other divisions seem to be very tough, right? I mean, all three of them. You got you kind of look at all three of them and say, well, who's the team that's going to disappoint? Because they all can't be good. I mean, like the North and the East, there's got to be some teams in there that are going to be very disappointing. Uh, it's an interesting argument. I still think when I look at best record, Kansas City, and, you know, this, we sleep a little bit on Cincinnati. I mean, they've, they've taken the Chiefs to the wire twice at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and won one, too. So, I mean, they're right there with them so I think you have to start with them and then and then try to identify I maybe Miami's a little bit under the radar this year I'm not sure um, but uh, it, it's interesting Jacksonville's in the division is just awful
0: terrible conversely the AFC North I, I think you can you can really okay maybe it's a stretch to make a case for the Browns. I think the Steelers, I mean, they were a playoff team last year, for crying out loud. But the Ravens, I wanted to specifically ask you about the Ravens. Are you seeing much love on Baltimore? They seem to be the team that, you know, when I, when I, when I, the people I listen to or read think that if there is a somebody to knock off the Bengals this year, it's going to be the Ravens. What are you seeing on the Ravens?
2: We've seen some Super Bowl betting on the Ravens and some over on the win totals. Like I told you yesterday, Kenny, the serious win total action comes when we post the alternate. Because people are, that have an opinion on a team are looking to get a plus price, not a minus
0: price. Right, right.
2: And so they're going to bet over the alternate highs and under the alternate lows. But the, Ra- the Ravens are, are kind of like, I kind of compare them to the Cincinnati Reds, and I don't want to compare the success of the organization, but they're kind of like the chic team every year, right? That mm-hmm. people say, oh, look out for the Ravens, people are betting the Ravens.
0: I know that the alternate win totals are out, so maybe this is a, uh, a question we should say, But I'm going to ask it anyway, just because <laughs> I want it. To, I'm I'm, uh, I'm thirsty for my Broncos to get some love. Uh, is, are you seeing any uh, Broncos love from the betters out in Las Vegas? Not really. Yeah, mm. I'm not surprised. Uh, not not yet. Obviously,
2: a huge coaching upgrade, but yep. uh, no, no, nothing to moving the needle right now.
1: Well, since we're asking selfish questions, how about the Chicago Bears? What do you see in people betting over, under on the Bears coming into the year?
2: So far, over. So oh. far, over has been the bet. That's a really interesting division Jeez. to try oh. to handle. Oh, yeah, it is. I, uh, I think you can make arguments for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I, the, I, I hate to say the division rides on one player, but, I mean, you to, yeah. you have to be able to handicap love, right? You it's love, you know? and I think yeah, if, 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 you know, if you're totally dismissing him, it becomes awful wide open, and then I'm, I'm of the opinion, I have to see it to believe it with the Lions, same thing with the Cowboys, so uh, I'm, I don't think the Bears are, are ready to win a division. Remember, they lost all the games in a row to end of the year after they, they won that game in Foxborough on a Monday night, but they were terrible in the fourth quarter the last eight games, so there's a heck of a lot of improvement that has to happen, but I know people People, you know, there was a time in the betting markets where they were like the co-second choice in that division. It's not Mm -hmm. there anymore, but, uh, yeah, it's more of a a positive outlook on the Bears so far
0: overall. Good stuff, Mike Palm. Appreciate it, as always. Circus Sports uh, here available in the state of Iowa. Download the app at the App Store. Have a wonderful weekend, Mike. We will uh, talk with you next week. Thank you, Mike Palm thank Good to talk to you. Mike Palm, VP Operations Circus Sports as we take a look inside uh, sports wagering. Over on the Bears. I don't get it. Don't what am I missing? And um, you're the Bears fan,
1: so... Well, what that defense think? is going to be brutal. I, I, the offense is going to be... And the, the over is what? Seven and a half? Yeah. T1.
0: No, it's, it's we week. got time. Uh, home to Green Bay. Loss. At Tampa. Win. At Kansas City. Loss. Home to Denver. Win. Two. At Wash. Loss. Home to Minnie. Win. Three. They usually get them at Soldier. Okay. Uh, home to uh, to the Raiders. Four. Okay. At Chargerville. <laughs> Just to stick it to you. Five. <laughs> no, they're not. They're, no, not, uh, they're not beating yeah. Justin Herbert. <laughs> um, at New Orleans. <laughs> Toss-up. Probably an L. Four. Home to Carolina. Five. At Deet. Five. At Mini. Five. Home to Deet. Five. At Cleve. Five. Home to Zona. Six. Home to Atlanta. Seven. Okay, baby. <laughs> Off to Lambo for the finale. Oh, wow.
1: And I wasn't being fanboy there, was I? I don't think so. I I can see where you're coming yeah. from. I I don't think it's unfair. Their defense is going to be so bad, though. They don't have anybody that can get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Their linebackers are slow. They have certainly the least amount of depth of anybody in the defensive backfield. It's mm-hmm. probably anybody in the NFL. Jalen Johnson's their best cornerback, and he's been hurt basically his whole yeah, career. Yeah, sadly, you're right. It's They are going to have to win a lot of games, 41-38. Mm-hmm. 31-27. Those are yep. going to be the kind of games... That they're going to have to win. Can that offense do this? So the way we just went through that, maybe the number's pretty good. (laughs) Yes. Seven and a half, right? Is that how they do it in Vegas? Yeah, they said one, one guy says the schedule, yeah. the other guy does that. Yeah, that's exactly how it works, Brent.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right, time to take time out. Uh, come back if you missed it. The keyword is grand. Uh, this hour's keyword is grand. Chance to win a thousand dollars. GrandKXNO.com. Hour Our number two. We're going to recap the Big Twelve Media Days. Matt Posins will be here. Uh, Chris had responsibilities today, so we'll catch back up with him next week. But we appreciated getting him earlier in the week uh, from Dallas, uh, and then we'll talk to Tom Cakert on the Hawkeyes before we give four of you one opportunity to win barbecue at Claxon's Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 E.E. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you just uh, about an hour from right now. We'll call it a week on Des Moines Sports Station. You don't have any baseball this week. No, you're done, right? Until yes. next week.
1: State baseball next Tuesday. Tuesday.
0: Ready or not, and you'll be all over these airwaves. So real quick, yeah. you've got a quadruple header or a triple
1: header? Quadruple header. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. I'll be doing all four of the games from Tuesday. Dwayne Banks Field, starting with Johnston, as they open things up at 11.30 a.m., followed up by DCG as they How battle down. How much Dowling. time between games? Half hour. Okay, so you got some time. Yeah, there. yeah.
0: Um, so uh, you're going to be on the bull for the most part mm-hmm. all day Tuesday except for the f- night cap when you'll be on 1430 KSI.
1: Yep. You're going to do the Ames game. Yes. The Little Cyclones, who do they play? Uh, little Cyclones take on Iowa City City High. Okay. And it was a surprise. Cyclones that- against the Hawks. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. Little versus little. And then we'll see that in September again. Yes, we will. I love that. I yeah. love that. How long have they been doing that now? Oh, seven, eight years, probably. Something like that. It was um, Really good idea. should have happened long before, right? right? Seems like it's too easy. Um, so you'll have a quadruple header, but three
1: of them on the bull, and then the, the nightcap on 1430 KASI. And then Thursday evening will be the semifinal round, championship on Friday night, and vacation begins after <laughs> that. Um semi semifinals, will they cut into local programming? No, you won't. No, 5 and seven thirty. So we, we'll figure out exactly if we're going to do probably game one on the bull, game two on it yeah. would probably be the thought process behind that. But we'll talk to AD when he gets back from his vacation on Monday. All right, good stuff. Uh,
0: Trent, um, we're going to talk Big 12 Media Days when we come back. Uh, we have to start our number two with Matt Poston. Mm-hmm. You've, over the last couple of weeks, um, started to come around on this Iowa State 2023 edition.
1: Yeah, I... Looking deeper into it now. Initially, we saw the over/under at five and a half. Mm-hmm. I think we both felt pretty fair. Good yeah, I, I thought if I had to bet, I would bet under. Right. Mm-hmm. They won one game in the in the conference
0: last year, and then they we won have, an eight,
1: and then we have the gambling investigation. Yep. And we hear the names. Mm-hmm. And before the NCAA changed what it was going to be, we thought there was a real chance that these six, seven guys that we heard about significant punishment were not going to be. If they were part of the team, it right. wasn't going to be until the back half of the year. Correct. And that's the best case scenario. And we based that on Virginia Tech. Right. But then, this new legislation What down do by I mean NCAA. By, why do I mean by why we based Because that
0: was what a kid got caught last year and mm-hmm. he served, what,
1: six? Six games. It initially was given a nine-game suspension right, they for betting $400 on the NBA Finals, a football player. Right. Self-reported. <laughs> right. Wasn't caught. No. There was no investigation. They are going through and talking about, hey, if you do this, let us know. Mm-hmm. He self-reported. Yep, he was handed a nine-game suspension. Jesus. Well, now it looks like that clubbing is not going to be nearly the clubbing that it was. Mm-hmm. Now there are other factors that play into it, but I keep coming back to, with what Campbell has been able to do in close games, the ways that the bounces bounces did not go last year their way. Right. Look back at last year's schedule,
0: okay. and
1: the Baylor game It was a coin flip game. I mean, mm-hmm. the, you had the ejection right away in that game. That was the game, right? Where uh, who got ejected from that one? I don't remember. There's something goofy that happened early in that football game. That was a winnable game. Okay, they didn't win it. Kansas. That was a weird game. Low scoring game. Yes, and we thought that was going to be thirty-one twenty-eight.
0: Yeah, no, and
1: that was. I the don't case. think
0: anybody. What, what?
1: Let me look. They lose to K-State by a point, fourteen to eleven. <laughs> they they lose to Texas by a field goal. They got beat by two scores by Oklahoma. Uh huh. Beat Oklahoma's- West Virginia. Oklahoma State, one score game. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech, one score game, and then the wheels fell off against TCU. But right. still, right in a season like that, where every single bounce seemed to go the other direction for them after the three and zero start, I just think I believe in Matt Campbell too much to think that this is something where they are trending that direction. They're going to be very good defensively. Mm-hmm. That defensive backfield is elite. Yep, up front. And they like their linebackers. Listen to Nick Ossen. They they're young, some of these though. young,
0: That's true. They're young. They're really young.
1: That's true. With the exception of Vaughn. But, you know, there's a guy named Rose that he was young. And fit right in right <laughs> off the get-go, didn't he? And he was ready to uh-huh. go. from and, and it sounds like they kind of think that, that both Willich and Sadowski are those kind of players. That they're going to plug in right away, right next to Vaughn, and they're going to be really good. My concern defensively is up front. And if there is a suspension up there in a name mm-hmm. that we have heard... yep. That's a concerning one because in order to run the defense that Haycock wants, you got to have those, especially in the middle, somebody that's taking a couple of blockers, right? Right. right. That's taking on that gap. Yes. Yep. Filling up space. Let the linebackers run around and make yes. place. And if you don't have that, that would be my concern. But I think more than anything, I just come back to look. We saw five straight years of winning seasons, mm-hmm. and now after a one-year disappointing year, we're just out. I I can't buy it. What if Ryan Clanton actually can work miracle?
0: Maybe he doesn't have to work a miracle, right, right, just, yeah. to, just to just to elevate their yeah. play.
1: Can we get a B minus offensive uh-huh. line? Because Campbell's never had one of those. No, he hasn't. And he certainly can't. not at Iowa State. No, no. Yeah, sir. Yeah, at Toledo, maybe probably. I don't yeah, know. Right, but at Iowa State, no. And mm-hmm. it's every year. It feels like they have it. Hey, maybe actually having a dedicated special teams coach. Is going to lead to their special teams being and good. There was seldom a Monday that we didn't come in. Honestly, right mm-hmm. over the last three years, and when you're trying to win in the margins, yes. one of their tried and true, mm-hmm. they keep going back to that. Yep, isn't that the way to win? Special teams, pretty big part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, quarterback, that's a problem.
0: Rocco Beck played what in the in relief in the TCU game? That was about it. JJ Cole's been on campus. For spring, he was there for the winter. Yep. But he's a freshman. That's the question mark. Hour two, Big Twelve Media uh, Days recap, and we come back with Matt Postens, Tom Kakert on the Hawks, Claxton's Barbecue, Miller and Condon, 106.3 KX at home.